Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Bitcade. It is, uh, well, we're recording this in 2020, but where you're listening to this, it's back in 2021 now. We're um, in forward in 2021. My name is Ryan E. Moore. Joining me, like always, is Ashton. And joining us as special guest is your Tyler. Yeah. Pluvio himself. He is here. He is ready to go, hopefully. Yeah. No. Okay. <laughs> it's a new year. It's a new year by now. What do you what what do you want to say to your future self now that you're like, you know, it's twenty twenty one? Would you say? Get more sleep, dumbass. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought you said get more pussy and ass. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> You're on that type of time too, but that's not this podcast. I like... <laughs> that's for the next episode. How to get women one on one? Who's leading that course? Oh, oh my god, we're already kicking it off. It's like we never left. It's like we never left. Um, yeah, it is. Uh, it's back, man. And you know, we took a we took a very big long hiatus. Um, but I think you know it. We had to focus on some stuff, reestablish ourselves, especially, uh, you know, when Mixer went down, we had to kind of rebrand a little bit just to kind of go with, like, what are we going to do? And I think, uh, you know, Ashton, I think we did a pretty good job switching over to Twitch over the last couple of months. Oh, yeah. We're doing our shit. We're fine. Mm -hmm. Uh, So we're back and trying to make more YouTube content again. Podcast is back. It will be starting to be posted as audio forms as well. Um, And, uh, yeah, so... In this episode, we will be talking about Game of the Decade. Yes, I know, we were going to try and finish that in December, by December. But, hey, you know what? We made it to here, and we've established what games uh, are representatives for each of the game. And then we will talk about what we chose as the representative of Game of the Decade. Um, The PT Awards, like we traditionally do, uh, we have awards such as the PT Plays Award, which is the video uh, the PT Plays video that did the best last year in 2020, uh, PT Video of the Year, uh, Happy Accident, Brown Star Award, uh, Hall of Fame, Game of the Year. It's all going to happen in topic number two. And then in topic number three, we're just going to talk about 2020 itself. We took a couple months off, so you know we could recap 2020 and then talk about some 2021 highlights that we are hoping for. So... Um. Yeah, let's go into it. First topic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Game of the decade. Are you ready for this? Uh, I, I feel like what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna read off all of the <coughs> all of them here, and then you can you can talk about some of the, you know, you both can talk about how you feel about all of these games as the representatives, and then we'll hone it back into what we've narrowed down to, and then deciding which game will be it. Does that sound all right? right? Okay. Mm-hmm. 2010 Red Dead Redemption. Um 2011 Minecraft. 2012 Diablo 3. 2013 GTA 5. 2014 Destiny. 2015 The Witcher 3. 2016 Dark Souls 3. 2017 Fortnite. 2018 Red Dead Redemption 2 and 2019 The Outer Worlds. And those are represent so we chose a game to represent that year to compete against all of these other games as what would be representing the decade of 2010 to 2019. That's what we've chosen. Uh, 
Ashton, where do you wh- wh- how do you feel about the games we picked so far in this in this lineup here? I like most of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's good. That's um, a good start. Yes, I've played most of them. Um, I don't know, a lot of them are pretty solid. I mean, a lot of them age pretty well too. So uh, they're pretty good uh, competitors for games of the decade. So pretty interesting. It's gonna be close, close competition. Do you want to explain what we did for 2018 and 19 as the people are probably frantically trying to figure out where those lost episodes went? <laughs> um, what did we do? We didn't record those. We just decided those off camera. <laughs> but like how we oh. kind of determined them, I guess. I mean, just like every other game that we did, right? We just looked up all the games that released through the year and fucking narrowed it down to one. Mm-hmm. Or is this the one where we did the uh, final four? Uh, we'll get to that in a second. Um, but your honorable mentions here uh, that you chose for 2018, I'll see if you uh, want to elaborate on them, was uh, Warhammer 2 Vermintide, yeah. uh, Sea of Thieves, God of War, mm-hmm. Spider-Man, Mar- Marvel Spider-Man, Forza Horizon 4, and Red Dead Redemption 2. Yeah, so there's a lot of good games right there. Um, I only just recently started playing Vermintide 2. Uh, super fun. Um, haven't played DLC or anything for it yet, um, but I might do that. Uh, sea of Thieves. Um, I haven't played any of the new content, but I mean, it gets new content like every quarter. So, I mean, that's pretty sick. And it has the best looking fucking water in any game I've ever seen. Still, um, also seeing that at a high frame rate is just fucking sex for your eyeballs. Um, Red Dead 2, fucking amazing game. Uh, I mean, everything on there is pretty goddamn good. Um, um yeah. now, so mine was um, uh, Sea of Thieves, God of War, Octopath Traveler, Red Dead Redemption 2, and Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Um, and uh, obviously, we linked up on God of War. And the, the interesting thing is we actually uh, gave that game of the year in 2018. But we have decided that Red Dead Redemption 2 has now been the like initial representative of that game. So we've changed. Now, obviously, we won't, we won't take away the, our game of the year. That w- award is locked in for God of War. But... Since then, we have played Red Dead Redemption 2. So why did you feel like that should have been the representative of 2018? Hmm. I mean, for Red Dead 2? Yeah. Um, I mean, the game is just fucking beautiful. It won awards for its uh, scores, which is like the music. Um, You know, it's visually breathtaking. Uh, The story is like... (laughs) <laughs> um i mean the story is really good it had kind of man multiplayer but i mean you don't really play that game for the multiplayer it's kind of like last of us having multiplayer like you don't really play that game for the multiplayer but you know mm-hmm. it's there um i mean red dead 2 is just like a solid fucking game it was solid on launch so it's pretty pretty good pretty good um you just kind of have to go with it. I mean, it' pretty 
master masterful game. It's it's quite honestly minus the multiplayer, it is a masterpiece. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Yeah. Uh Tyler, um I'm curious to know, based on some of those games that I've read off, I can read a couple more off if you want, but um, was there anything that you al- that also stood out to you in 2018, or was there, you, you think that those games were pretty, those games were selected? Yeah, no, I think those games that were selected were, like, done, like, beautifully. Like, two powerhouses, God of War and uh, Red Dead 2, like, it's like, oh, you can't top that for that year. Like, mm-hmm. Tough competition to beat. So I think the selection of games you guys like narrowed it down to were perfect, actually. Now, you uh, off camera were talking about God of War being still really good, too. I'm curious to know, like, what the. We, uh, to, to get more for God of War to get that fighting chance as well as not just us, like, leaving it in the dust because I, I've, I've played some of it, but, like, when I, I finished Red Dead. So, mm-hmm. um, what, how do you feel about Red, uh, God of War? Um, being a pretty close second for the representatives there. Oh, I like we were talking off camera. I obviously feel like it's like it's like the shit for that year. But mm-hmm. you know, I I could I could see it like being I can understand it being outdone. But I personally I feel like it was just like it really stood out that year to me. And I feel like the story was done very well. Um, also like oh the twist towards the end if you beat it I ain't gonna say nothing. I ain't gonna say nothing. But, you know. <laughs> Are you like what the fuck is going on? And I think it's like it wraps up what we were used to, like you know, when we were younger. Well, mm-hmm. uh, so yeah, it's, it's I understand it why it's why it's there. Okay, yeah. Um, and like I said, you know, we gave it game of the year back then, and uh, mm-hmm. as well as it being you know the leader of that year, and a lot of people did give it game of the year. I think IGN did it, and I think the Game Awards did it. Um, and uh, yeah, we just kind of followed suit because I think that was kind of what we agreed upon and of what we all kind of played. Um, and I, I think it just kind of fit that year on the nose. And then when I finally got the time to play it, Red Dead Redemption 2, that definitely like has taken over for my... I think that, that, would, that was definitely a 2018 solid contender of... But I think it... A lot of people, you know, being a longer game, a more of a sandboxy game, it's kind of how you make it sort of thing. And it's a Wild West theme, so it's kind of slow. And I could see that kind of not hitting a lot of people's boxes, you know, checking them off and things. Um, but, I mean, for me, I think that that was it. And I think, Ashton, I don't want to speak for you either, but that might be some of the reason why you forward it into being the representative for that year as well. But, like, having... In terms of like nostalgia, of no, of just more of checking boxes that you kind of like. Of like, it was a good story. It was, I mean, do you like the Wild yeah. West games and things like that? I mean, Wild West is actually not one of my favorite oh, okay. um, settings personally. Um, usually, it's pretty drab, but I just like, I really um, like the Red Dead series. Um, actually, it goes back for me all the way back to the PlayStation Two when Red Dead Revolver was thing. Very different fucking game than the Red Dead Redemption um, series. Um, but uh, I don't know, they just kind of like breathe life into an otherwise um, what I feel is kind of a drab um, time period. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just kind of meh to me. Like, I'm not really into the Westerns. They're boring. Um, but the way Red Dead... Is able to kind of like encapsulate that and make it 
way more rich than that you'll see in movies and other things. It's just really well done. It's just a good game's a good game. Mm-hmm. You know, you can not like, for example, like space games, but I mean, like if there was a masterpiece of a space game, everybody's going to like it, even if they don't like the setting. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so. I think that goes into like definitely it, it, that expresses a lot too for, for Red Dead Redemption 2 to bring life into a game genre that isn't looked at as much. So, um, moving on though, uh, so that, that kind of summed up 2018 and why we picked Red Dead Redemption 2 as the representative. 2019, um, jumping into that, uh, Ashton, your representatives was Blair Witch, Gears 5, Jedi Fallen Order, and... Uh, da, 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 da. Sorry, I did like shorthand. Oh, The Outer Worlds, sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, so you had Blair Witch, Gears 5, Jedi Fallen Order, and The Outer Worlds. Uh, anything you want to touch on that or yeah i'm gonna say one thing uh outer worlds only it the only reason that it did not get game of the year at the game awards is because of one bug they had that uh halted your progression in the story but it was fixed within two months mm-hmm. yeah um yeah and then in mine it was pretty much the same list uh, a little difference here and there uh, but Resident Evil 2, Call of Duty Modern Warfare, Blair Witch, Control, and The Outer Worlds. I didn't even really play Call of Duty Modern Warfare back in 2019. I've only like just started playing that this year, so I crossed that one off. Um, Blair Witch I played this year, and it was really, really good. Um, and I played that on stream on twitch.tv slash prime underscore target. <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, Resident Evil 2 was a great remake, like absolutely phenomenal, beautiful-looking remake. Uh, from the ground up, they built that game, and it, it it just shows that the RE team is is no hold bar revived. And you were talking about breathing life into a fran- into a genre. Um, I think the the fine people making the Resident Evil games have definitely breathed life back into that franchise. I can't wait for Village. I can't. I I played Resident Evil Seven because I beat Resident Evil Two. It's it's just Resident Evil. I think has just. It's just gotten to that next step of like, hey, we saw you guys weren't liking what we were doing, so we've just redone all that and we're fixing all the shit that we fucked up on. And that, that to me is like, you're listening to your audience, you're pl- you're making a, a franchise amazing again, like where it was before, and if not, I think they're actually surpassing where they were at. And um, just absolutely great game. And then... They're making um, about the comeback. Yeah. 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 Uh, but yeah, we narrowed it down in the outer worlds was the decision that we chose because we did give that game of the year, uh, last year. Uh, and I, I still think to this day, 2019, that was, that was the best game that came out, uh, just based on it. Obsidian did a great job. It's funny. It's, it plays like a video game. The decisions, though it does lack in the sense of like affecting you. I I think that it's a great, you can see the potential that Obsidian can do with just the, the game that they created. And I can't wait for Outer Worlds 2, if that With is ever coming not, out. Also, not a lot of funding, my dad. It was a double mm. A game, not yeah. a triple A production. Yeah. And, so. and yeah, what will happen now that Microsoft's cutting checks? Who knows? That game is. No, they're they're going to be triple A for sure. Yeah. So, um, so, yeah, that was why Outer Worlds uh, was decided for 2019. Uh, Tyler, was there uh, any games that. Uh, I do have a couple others that were listed here. Kingdom Hearts 3 also came out that year. Uh, Sekiro. <laughs> Oh, mm-hmm. and so what? What do? You, what do? You, what were you feeling for 2019? 2019, my big game for 2019, honestly, when I say I had the most fun with was uh, Fallen Order. 
personally. Oh, okay. That was, no, was, really? I, yeah, I didn't beat it. I mean, to be honest, I I dropped it for Kingdom Hearts. Oh, but, okay. Yeah, but uh, Fallen Order was like the shit because you know you get like that childhood. Uh, Star Wars feel, but then to add like the level of difficulty that we've never seen before coming out of the Star Wars game being like Star Wars mixed with some Dark Souls, because that's the heavy vibe I got from it, mm-hmm. was like really fun. I got my ass beat a lot, <laughs> you know? Yeah, that's hard. I'm pretty sure you were the one stuck on the fucking frog for like the longest time. And, like, yeah, that fuck, was me. Yeah, it wasn't me though. I don't, I think we played <laughs> <a few times. laughs> I was playing the master though. Oh, I don't know who fucked up you do that. I don't do that. <laughs> I was out here chilling. I mean, it wasn't easy, but it wasn't that hard. But uh, that was that was my game for 2019. Nah, I think I'm, I'm about to redownload that shit right now. We about to. It is free on Game Pass. Game. No plug for that. But hey, you know what? There it is. <laughs> that was my game though. That, like, it's nice. Yeah, that, I I still have. I, I mean, I have that game. I bought that game. I, I've put. I've not given it the proper chance it deserves. Um, and as a Star Wars fan, I I, I probably should go back and play it. Uh. The other thing is I got to go back and play like Force Unleashed and all that shit. Like I have all these Steam PlayStation or not PlayStation Star Wars games, uh, and yeah, but yeah, Jedi Fallen Order is definitely I one I got to go back to. Force Unleashed is a part of that like, EA uh, merger with Game Pass. I don't, I don't think, think so either, but I do have like I did buy them. So. <laughs> I, 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 did, I did beat them. They were they were fun. Yeah, I hear there's rumor for a third, but more on that later. No. More on that later. Anyway, um, okay, so cool. Uh, Outer Worlds was the 2019 representative. That is a quick recap of that. Let's talk about this little off-camera tournament that we ran here. Um, so we essentially, I'm just going to blow right through this. Uh, Ashton, you can kind of explain the final four here in just a minute. Um, but so what happened was we took essentially the games and we put them in this little like narrowing down and whittling it down tournament. Um, and what happened was, uh, Red Dead Redemption went against Minecraft. We just had to give Minecraft that because it, remember, this is a game that has to define the decade of 2010 to 2019. That's the whole premise of what we did here. And we feel that Minecraft just needed to move on. Um, Diablo three versus GTA five. It was really no competition right there. GTA 5 had to go and move on on that one. Yeah. Uh, Destiny versus The Witcher. Uh, I conceded to uh, what Ashton was saying, mainly because he had more experience with Destiny. And uh, he still gave it to The Witcher. So that was uh, – there you go. Uh, Dark Souls versus Fortnite. It would probably be a cardinal sin if we didn't give Fortnite this shot. So Fortnite did move on past Dark Souls 3, uh, which is what we had yeah. it going against. Uh, and also it was The Witcher 3, and that was the first Destiny, just so that if anyone's keeping score at home. Uh, Red Dead Redemption. Oh, I'm glad you told me that, cause that's a fucking sin, my guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, Red Dead Redemption 2 went against the Outer Worlds, and we just had to give it to Red Dead Redemption 2. As much as we love the uh, the Outer Worlds, it just yeah. it just had to move on. Um, it was just better made. It, yeah. It just... Yeah. It hurts. Um, so... <laughs> He, uh, I'm gonna explain this this last part. You can explain the final four, uh, Ashton. But so we had The Witcher face Fortnite. We had to move Fortnite on. Red Dead Redemption Two got the buy, and then we had one final matchup, which was Minecraft and GTA Five. And we just had too much to talk about on what what we should decide. That we just let that one slide, and we have moved on to four final games. And we are going to tell you what we feel personally of this but uh ashton do you remember the four games yeah okay so cool. I go ahead, we, go ahead. Uh, the four games that 
we're having a tough time deciding on and agreeing on, and we haven't told each other which one is our personal favorite. We're actually mm -hmm. going to be going with our personal favorites here. We're going to kind of reveal it. Um, so this is just personal opinion. This is not even agreed upon. We're just going to tell each other the first time which of these four games that we actually like the most that we define for ourselves is going to be it. So these final four games. Do you want to – hold on. Sorry to interrupt. But do you want to explain – why we've kept them into the final four is kind of like a lead up yeah okay we cool. were unable to i mean decide. not that of like each game like the specifics of it How, why we, like kind of like oh yeah we, we can do that, we okay, can do that. Cool. but the four four games mm -hmm. gonna be fortnite mm -hmm. um gta 5 um red dead redemption 2 i believe mm -hmm. and then um what was it did i say minecraft already i don't think you did no so minecraft so, Fortnite, Minecraft, GTA Five, Red Dead Redemption Two. Mm -hmm. Those are the four. Those are the final four. Those are the ones that we picked for the four most defining games to us, anyway, um, of this decade. Um, now we haven't kind of gone into like discussing with each other what ones that we personally picked. So we'll do that here in a minute. But I guess we should explain why each one is there. I mean, Fortnite. I mean, it's pretty self-explanatory. It has been a hit and continue to be a hit. This fucking weird phenomenon for a game that didn't even start out as a BR that turned into a BR. Um, and it just did insanely good. Like, hey, wait, wait, wait. when did they, they... I never heard of Fortnite. Fortnite was always a BR. No, no it, was, it was supposed to be a... Uh, almost a Minecraft clone sort of thing, but that was what they said before. It was like a Minecraft a shooter is what thing, they yeah. yeah. And then they were like, yeah, it's a PVE. You face zombies and like you build, and that was like World World yeah. End or whatever it's they save, call it. Save End. the world, save the world. That's what it is. And that was the official Fortnite game. And then they and that added was for like months. Yeah, and then they yeah. added the BR thing, the battle royale part. And then that's what took over, and now no one cares about the actual real Fortnite, and they've made so much oh, money on a free. Oh, if you most are talking about what the idea is to keep it as, because when that game, like when that shit hit like consoles, like I was playing Battle Royale. Oh yeah, no, that shit. was already yeah, it had already defined that the Battle Royale part was an uh, add-on on that, but originally, yeah, it was just Fortnite save the world or whatever it was. Yeah. Yeah, they change. they kind of fell ass backwards into that. Yes, thing. that was not what they intended to happen, which is crazy. It's just yeah. yeah. It, it, imagine just being that lucky. Uh, that is the 2017 crazy. representative too. Just uh yeah. Once in a while. So I mean, there's that, and then um, we can talk about Minecraft. You know, it's been here forever. It seems like 2011. And, like, 2011, huh? And you know, it gets. I wouldn't say regular updates on console um but you know it's it's every i feel like every year it gets an update yeah roughly yeah, yeah. roughly yeah. like in terms of content and like making a change to the world i mean they'll have like bug fixes and stuff they'll throw in definitely seems um, like it happens a lot more frequently now that microsoft owns them and yeah shebang on that so yeah so i mean you know it's it's stayed relatively you know popular you know, everybody knows what it is. You know, even people who don't play games know what Minecraft is, right? Mm -hmm. um, people still play it. I mean, even yeah. new people play it. Like, kids are still playing that. Like, new kids getting into gaming are playing Minecraft. And 
older people as well, you know, for nostalgia or like doing creative stuff. You know, people make like crazy stuff on there. They spend hours upon hours and hours doing like um, replicas of other shit. Plus, it's also like crossed over into other games like Smash and all these other types of stuff that it's now he's defined like Steve has defined itself into being like a culture icon of that game, which is crazy. So, Um, I mean, it's it's pretty, pretty popular. mm -hmm. I mean, uh, I think PewDiePie was doing some streams of it this this year. Um, Jacksepticeye was also doing some streams with it. I mean, there's still streamers and uh, content creators alike are still supporting it as well. So it's still very alive to this day. And they're actually working on a major graphics update, the super duper graphics update or whatever it's called. It's going to have ray tracing and 4K and shit for consoles. So that's pretty sick. Um, so that's the reason why it's in there. It has longevity and replayability. Hasn't died. Um, Red Dead Redemption 2. I mean, kind of spoke about this a little bit earlier. I mean, it's pretty much a masterpiece, minus the multiplayer. Um, I mean, there's not really much to say about it. I mean, it's just overall an amazing game. Um and it's, yeah, I mean, that's, that's really all you can say. Yeah. It's just a really amazing game. And then GTA V came out in, what, 2013? Yes. Um, That game just has evolved and evolved and evolved, and it has free content updates, it seems like, all the time. They have not stopped supporting that game. They just had another update where they added a new island. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't think I remember any like update quite like the one that just recently happened uh, for yeah. us. You know, who knows what happens in a month? I mean, they had that casino update. I yeah. Mean, oh yeah, I guess that, that was map defined. Earliest too, update right? they had was the heist update, and then they had casinos. They had like biker club. They have nightclub. Uh, they have all kinds of stuff going on. It seems like they're always putting something more into that game every couple of months, mm-hmm. um, which is crazy to me. Just awesome, but like, there's so much to do in that game. You can't. You literally would have to spend so much time in that game to even like get all of it done. Like it's insane, and the story is really good too. So, um, uh, Tyler, how do you feel about the final four here? You got your overall before we get to like your official answer of what you would you would choose for this. We got Minecraft. No, I I gotta choose out of the. I gotta choose out of the four. Out of the four, yeah. Ah, okay. okay. Read them off again. So we got Minecraft representing 2011. We have GTA okay. 5 representing 2013. We have Fortnite okay. representing 2017. And we have Red Dead Redemption 2 representing 2018. I'm tired of seeing Minecraft. <laughs> <laughs> I, I enjoy that game a lot, but it's like, shit, it gotta die at some point. Like, I, <laughs> I, I mean, I'm thinking about going and playing it recently because I know it's getting an update next summer it's like caves and some shit mm-hmm. they have stalagmites or stalactites or fucking maybe both uh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> but i it's not a bad pick like I, said, I just don't personally i don't play fortnite i don't care for it mm-hmm. i mean we come back to play it you know over there on you know primal target twitch follow it uh <laughs> we chill over there it, it's all right like, it got its moments yeah like, well i think like, like that dude who we had to kill him by shooting out his uh his walkway, he was like thirty feet in the fucking sky. Yeah, body ran right to the lake. Um, that mm, I don't know what to say because yeah. these games like GTA and like Minecraft, like you want to see them like move on. I mean, like you want something else to take the spot, but then like 
as Ashley was saying, they just get content updates after content updates, and they're not really they 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 hitting. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like they they doing what they need to do. Like GTA just released the last update like last week. Last major content update was last week. That's probably not the last of the game because Rockstar keeps saying we're not going to support this game anymore. But they probably realize online wise, Red Dead Two was a failure. Yeah, and In then that, they always yeah. keep saying I I can't remember what GTA what Rockstar dev said it, but I think they've been quoted saying like the only way GTA Five is gonna be like ever given like we have to kill it we have to kill it like the Rockstar yeah. crew has to kill it in order for people to move on. I feel like they've been trying to do that. Like, with, like, if you play online like I did, like, the OP shit they put in there that's heavily catered towards, you know, pay-to-win style, like some of these weapons, some of these vehicles. I, I, hearing that, basically they've been trying to do that for a long time, but they don't because you put these things in the game and then people want to play it more so you can get those things and be assholes like everybody else. (laughs) I mean, it is the top-grossing game of all time still, I think, so. Yeah, Yeah, because it's like, how how can you beat that? It's, uh, and when people, like, like just quickly, like what we were talking about, like I think it was uh Nathan was talking about like how Red Dead Online's like multiplayer, like it was gonna be good. I was like, no, it's not. And he was like, why? Because you know, Red Dead, you you're confined to a time period. GTA, you're not. Why the fuck do you think we have hover bikes in GTA? Because this is modern times. You can do whatever you want, but you can't like put a car in a western. Mm-hmm. It doesn't work. So I mean, like, they could have. Technically, yeah, they, they can. They, yeah, they can have like a little buggy. <laughs> it has to be like a little buggy or something. Oh, they can do a buggy, but I was thinking more like you know a oh, DeLorean, like real. Oh my god! <laughs> Get the licensing. They got the I'm money. A, they got the money. A back to, to the Future. That would be. I'm a little future. surprised they don't have a Back to the Future reference in that game. Who knows? There's a missed opportunity. Who knows? Sure. Honestly, there's Easter eggs no, in that would, game that have not been got, found yet. So it would have gotten found. Nah. nah. I mean, they're still finding Easter eggs in GTA Five, so. But they keep on adding them. I feel like you about to maybe download Red Dead and just go look. But I feel like we're all checked <laughs> out on Red Dead. But no, I I think like I said you would like to see GTA and Minecraft moves on, but the updates are putting out are very solid, so you can't really argue with that game getting content. Who doesn't love that, you know? And if it's good, it's good. You can't be mad at it. Uh, Fortnite, of course, new kid on the block, doing very well for itself. Even though, like people say, like personally, like we said, I don't like it. You can't deny what it's been doing mm-hmm, for yeah. right you can't shame the ah, it's ass but hey it could be ass to you but it's these collabs with whether just like the fucking like master chief just dropped uh i just seen kratos. on my phone yeah kratos just dropped. i seen on my phone they trying to put green arrow in the game like the green arrow from like uh from the like, arrowverse yeah and like they, they got master chief in there now too so yeah that's what you're saying yeah and then also the newest update as of right now when we're recording this is uh Captain Marvel and uh, Black Panther have just been in. By the way, that that intro for Black Panther would make you cry. That's a that's a heart wrenching one right there. I think I might look at it there right now. Yeah, but I'm, I'm talking, mm-hmm. but I'm be looking it up. But yeah, it's yeah, pretty good. You can't you can't downplay what they've done, and uh, they kind of set the precedent. I mean, I'm pretty sure Fortnite is the reason why Destiny Two had a live event. Hmm. Uh, which that Destiny 2 live event was absolutely terrible. Yeah, and that's what's kind of crazy about how that game is. Is like they have premieres, they have trailer drops, they have concerts, they have all this licensing from Disney, they have all this licensing from DC. It's like it's so weird that you could play a game with the Joker and Wolverine. Like, what the fuck other game would you ever do that in? 
It's just it's insane. It's insane of what Fortnite has become. And yeah, I mean, obviously us three don't really play it. And I was waiting. The reason why I was streaming it on on Twitch for a little bit was because I was waiting for Warzone to get updated. But you know, and to fill that kind of gap. But the thing is, is like I, yeah, it it is. I think what what you both have said and what we've said in the past is it is just it's just respecting the game of like what it has become it's 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 this last generation's pokemon honestly to me and i never thought i would admit to it but i think on it it really has become a cultural phenomenon now whether or not it can it lasts for five to ten years like how um you know minecraft or pokemon or all these other games have i i'd be curious to know but i think they've got the longevity for it i think they should treat their devs a little bit better but that's neither here nor there <laughs> at this point um but yeah so i think it's i think it's come down to you know you know my opinions of it are i've kind of said over the time is like minecraft is definitely just this it's lasted i think it's legos for the digital generation and it's clearly proven itself um based on like i I haven't. I when I try to go back to Minecraft, it's almost like it's a new game every single time. Because I usually am off like for two to three years, and I'm like, yeah, I'll pop back in, and then I'm like, I have no idea what the fuck I'm doing, and I'm just building a castle out of blocks again, um, and that's all I know how to do. But everyone's like, why don't you enchant your sword? I'm like, I don't know how to do that. Um, then there's GTA Five, which is just a phenomenal campaign, a phenomenal online, and yeah, the fact that they added a DeLorean in it obviously gives you know tugs at the heartstrings a little bit for me. But the um, it's just it's such a good game and i i think that there's like it's a good video game like to me that is what it is it is do whatever you want here's a, here's a controller fuck off for like an hour i guarantee you'll have a different experience than person b c and d like you could have so many different ways of doing things of what you want to do like one person may like the campaign one person may like the racing in uh, gta which is uh become super popular in in the gta community um which is why that some people are now defining a tag on twitch as uh, gta is a racing game now which is insane because there's just so many cars and vehicles available um and obviously fortnite i've kind of touched on with what i've already said and then red dead redemption 2 is just has that such a cinematic video game that's like what would it be like if we could take a movie and adapt it to a video game and do it right. And Rockstar, as much as we have narrowed it down to uh, putting two games from that company in this t Final Four and trying to decide which one is so definable, uh, Red Dead Redemption 2 is cinematically so good. And I think if a person that loves movies is to play a video game, this is the game I would give them because it's just so, so freaking good. Um and yeah, I think it's one of the best games that I've played in ever in my life. Um, and I've said that when I've completed the game, I said that, you know, and I'll say that till the end. Um, so that's my little thing. So Ashton, I don't know if you want to like reel it back in and narrow it down to what you chose for your final. I wrote mine down, so I didn't, I'm not cheating. I wrote mine down already. Um, but sure. go ahead. What, what? Yeah, kick us off here. for me, uh, for me, um, I'm going to have to go with GTA five. And the reason I say that is it was here at the beginning of the decade, you know, three years in. Right. Mm -hmm. And I played that game. I don't even know how many how many days in terms of hours I played that game. But every time I would go and take a break from it, there was always be an update that brings me back in. 
actually ended up buying that game twice because I had to buy it on the 360 and then I had to buy it on the Xbox One. <laughs> yeah, it was just right at that um, cutoff of like the next gen. So they, yeah, the, yeah you could get a gold up there. That That is one of the very few games I bought twice and actually didn't even care that I'd spend extra money on getting it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's just utter chaos. You can just fuck around and do whatever you want. It's like a, an amazing sandbox and it just evolved and got better and better over time. Um, for me, uh, out of these four games, I definitely enjoyed playing that one the longest. Um, uh, the most time played in that game, and I feel like to me, it represents more of the decade mm-hmm. as a whole than okay. the other games do. What about you, Tyler? What are you feeling? Um, uh, I had to get the Red Dead. No okay. personally, I'm pretty sure it's right there for sure. Like I just like I didn't I didn't get to finish it, but uh story really good. It is cinematic. I think we, I don't know if you said that while we were talking or off yeah, stream. I did a little bit, but yeah, you're good. Oh uh, yeah, just very cinematic. The world is nice, characters are addicting. It's like that perfect like you got characters you like, you got characters you hate, and that's what like story just really needs to you're not meant to like everybody, right? Somebody gotta get folded. Um yeah, definitely read that out of those four okay um i'm gonna so i just want to say all of these games are fantastic and then i do agree on a lot of things that tyler said but i also have to give it to gta 5 as game of the decade and, i'm not surprised you said we're gonna be surprised <laughs> yeah i mean it's more of the uh my thing about because i i talked so much hype about minecraft and i was like but now thinking about it and like when before off camera and stuff and i i think this it, ashton kind of said it into you know i don't want to like reiterate the same things that he said but it's definitely that i enjoyed it the most out of the out of uh maybe not out of all these games but definitely of that year and then i i have come back here and there to play it um and uh and when you leave, you don't have to come back and feel like you're, oh, I'm so far behind. You're like, you know, you can just pop back in yeah. and play for a little bit because uh, it's still the same game. And like I was saying in my little like brief statements of, of GTA 5, I think it is the it is a it's a 10 out of 10 game. It is a video game to me. Like it's fun. There's video game aspects. It's ridiculous in some parts. It can be serious in some parts. The story is amazing. The online's amazing. And I just think so unanimously, uh, GTA Five did get Primal Target's Game of the Decade. But I do want to acknowledge the fact that Tyler did give Red Dead Redemption two. So that means Rockstar is our company of the decade, <laughs> our publisher of the decade, <laughs> yeah. because uh, both of their games uh, did get, even mm. though that wasn't really a part of it. But still, Rockstar. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead, Tyler. No, it was just I was your hype man. You, you, yeah, okay, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, yeah. So I, I just think that it's so crazy how good <laughs> those games that Rockstar puts out, and like, I I fell in love with them with La Noir, you know, and then I um, and then I played GTA Five right after that, and just was like, there it is. This is this is what I wanted, and then Red Dead Redemption Two. It just oh God, there's so much. There's cinematic shots that I actually like. That was when I actually took 
pictures in the game. Like, you know how when you can do the share button now? That's I yeah, literally yeah. did that in some parts because I was like, this is so fucking cool. Like, this shot is so cool. Um, and uh, so, yeah, Primal Target's game of the decade is Grand Theft Auto Five. There you go. All right. Any final words before we move on? Nah. Okay. Nope. We're moving on to our second topic. Primal Target Hot Awards. Topic. Hot topic. No. Dead. Not a sponsor. <laughs> Not a sponsor. <laughs> Don't care to have it. Uh, so here we are with uh, the PT Awards. This is uh, this is the award ceremony that we like. We started uh, a couple years ago now, and um, it started off with just like two awards: Game of the Year and the PT Hall of Fame. And now is gone into we have a couple awards that we hand out and uh tyler you'll be joining us on this as well in, in yeah. a couple of these categories here uh cool. so just to kick things off and to get it out of the way primal uh the primal target plays award which is the pt plays award our let's play series what video did the best out of all of the other videos this year even though we didn't really put out a lot on youtube so sorry about that um but it was old school versus now Halo CE. Um, Ashton, you want to kind of explain the, the video? Uh, yeah. So me and Ryan, uh, we <laughs> we hopped on Master Chief Collection and uh, started playing uh, Halo CE. Just ran through the campaign. We did it on Legendary. It was just a video where we just collected a bunch of funny moments. Um, and there were some funny moments. Hmm. Uh, it did, obviously, because it did pretty well. Um, it was just uh, a lot of fun. It was... Uh, it's a fun video to to make and also to watch. Check it out. Um, PT video of the year, a video out of everything from podcasts to let's plays to anything we put out last year in 2020. Um, what video did the best? Ashton, I'm sure you remember what video did the best. So it was actually one of our podcasts. It was a PT3600 podcast where we had uh, Ren Fox and Pluvio here uh, as guests. And uh, it was the dirty episode where we talked about porn. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's pretty great. We actually, uh, not just like porn stars that we like or anything like that, but, uh, you know, fun porn facts as well. So uh, if you're... And for a fun listen uh, with the family on Christmas, uh, I highly recommend it. Um, yeah, that one is fun family. God damn. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that was definitely a uh, that was definitely one that I I don't know how I feel about that one being the one that <laughs> it's gonna be archived forever. But hey, you know it's got me in hot water in some situations. But hey, you know here we are. <laughs> It's all about the content, and it was funny. So that's I don't know. I felt like the water is just fine. It felt a little gooey to me. Anyway, uh, we're moving on oh, to. You know that goes right separate, and not like oh, be like oil on water. Uh, uh, okay, turtle <laughs> water. <laughs> moving on to the next award, the Happy Accident Award. Um, Tyler, let's kick it off with you. You chose uh, Bless Unleashed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what, why did you make? Why did you choose to give that the Happy Accident Award, the award that's given to a game that you didn't think was gonna be, or you, you it just kind of surprised you, and you're like, you know what, this was a good game. Um, I don't, I'm not really, I don't play a whole lot of MMOs. I've tried, uh, for example, I've tried Terra, 
couldn't stick with that at all. Um, but Bless was, I don't know. Like, I that was the only one I could definitely play by myself. Like, there's some of I can only play with, like, people. Like, if I don't have people around, I'm not going to play it. But Bless, like, back on Mixer, like, I had, like, a whole fucking, like, six-hour stream of me just playing that game. And it was nobody yeah. around. I was like, this, this is lit. I'm enjoying this. Mm-hmm. Probably because I was, like, some fucking lionel looking dude who could dunk on people with a <laughs> battle axe that's exactly what i was doing the entire time that was great but yeah that that one took me by surprise okay yeah uh ashton you actually chose the same game why is that i did i didn't think it was going to be that good uh especially since they were paying small time streamers like yeah i guess we should state that like, it was a sponsored thing but um, we're not sponsored by them anymore i just want to clarify and we actually didn't even get our payout so we got kind of robbed well, so, there you go um fuck them but <laughs> well okay the game was actually, <laughs> um the the game was actually good um i didn't expect it to be good at all i was like ah, oh, fuck it i'll try it out and um that's pretty pretty good like i'm not much of an mmo guy myself um uh, but i mean it's pretty fun. I enjoyed playing it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the uh, game I chose was uh, was Warzone. Uh, a, if Twitch subcategorizes it now as a game, I'm damn well going to select it. And since it's now crossing into two games now, so, you know, there you go. Um, but, uh, yeah, like, I never thought I would uh, enjoy a Battle Royale quite like Warzone um or anything really i tried PUBG in the past not really feeling it kind of feels clunky Fortnite has the building thing i'm not really into that um and uh, there's been a couple others kind of scattered throughout of me just testing out and whatnot but call of duty warzone to me it just it's just fun like i even though i can get like three or four kills in a game and you know it, it doesn't really matter like even when i die or like there's that rush of like it's so weird it's the only game that makes me do this of where like you get to the final like five or whatever and if you win or lose or whatever as soon as that match is over i get these like war zone shakes where like my hands start to shiver because i was so fucking stressed out but it's like the only game that like thrills me it's like a thrill ride of like damn only place like you know, sometimes you'll get, like, fucking copped out in, like, top 70, and you're like, all right, well, whatever. Then you'll go, like, top 50, and then you'll go top 25, and you're like, okay, we're doing it. And then maybe top 10, and maybe final two, but it's like you never know. And there's 150 other people that are trying to do the same thing as you, so – or 149 other people that are trying to do the same thing as you. So, I don't know. I uh, I was very shocked and very happily surprised at how much I really like that game, and uh, I'm going to keep playing it. Um, until I eventually hopefully become good at it. But I think it's also helped me in my Call of Duty <laughs> gameplays as well. I'm just like, even though I get I get more angry in in multiplayer because it's like you could get spawn killed and whatnot. Cause, but that's in all multiplayer games. But the um, but yeah, I think that one's just where that anger thrives in. But I think it's helped me out going like, I used to be dog shit at Call of Duty where I'd be like, 0.4 kd and like just <laughs> nothing not very good but now i'm like at least one sometimes i'll go three and oh uh, you know things like that but yeah i think i'm getting better at call of duty because of warzone so i'd say warzone is my happy accident award nice brown star award let's uh let's start with Ashton. Oh, 
This one was tough. Uh, um, Ashton, explain what the Brown Star Award is. The Brown Star Award is the shitty game award. Um, usually, so with the Brown Star Award, we, it's not going to be opinion based. It's going to be based off of the industry, how the state of the game is uh, or was at launch. Um, so it's it's the one that we do every year. Um, so I mean, that's it's pretty straightforward. It's just like a shitty game launch. Can be run by bugs. Um, I'm sure a lot of you know where this is going. For me, I actually had to uh, give it to Cyberpunk, which leaves me with a dirty taste in my mouth because I actually played on Xbox Series X and don't have any issues. Um, yeah, but uh, everybody on like other consoles do so like xbox one and playstation 4 they have a lot especially a lot the, uh, the older model ones of those too yeah so like the day one consoles it just doesn't work but the only perfect way to play it right now is basically pc so i mean there's some bugginess on series x but nothing game breaking or anything that would make you not want to play it right nothing mm-hmm. you know some negligible stuff like it's not it's not even a big deal so i'd I love Cyberpunk 2077. Fantastic game. It is getting, unfortunately, the company's kind of on fire. They don't, they shouldn't be. I mean, you know, they're doing everything that they can to make everything right, which is, you can't say that for really any other studio, period. Like, no other studio has been this good about, about like, damage control and making things right. So, but the game did release and it's unplayable um to the point to where it's not on the playstation store anymore until they fix it so i mean that's pretty indicative of like a brown star award like your game was literally removed from a platform because it doesn't work mm-hmm. um yeah that is kind of the bummer thing about it i mean i do agree with you of like the game is it's it there's good in it and i think the i was listening to ign's game scoop i can't remember who said it but someone said it's like a three fourths of a amazing game, but there's yeah. just one fourth that just it, it sticks just out so hard. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I think they just had to they just had to come out with the game is what I think they fe- felt like doing, <clears throat> and then um, and yeah, I think it just kind of went to this really, you know, bad timing of like they really tried but they just couldn't couldn't do it. Um, they needed another quarter. Yeah, and you know what? There is an update that did come out um, uh, that's supposed to come out on the 24th, I believe, of December. Um, and then who knows if there's one that's coming in January by the time this there releases. Is. Um, so they actually have a roadmap out. There will be another big update in January and another big update in February, and then it should work. Okay. Yeah, I heard the, the 24th update is supposed to be a huge, <clears throat> like, fixer. And who knows what the other, other ones would probably be. That. But, yeah, I mean, you know, as this is kind of a, a bummer situation of like, damn, you know, I, I understand why Ashton that you chose to give cyberpunk what it is. Um, and it, it is, you know, unfortunately rightfully delivered. Um, but yeah, uh, I think going into, into the Brown star word for me is, uh, is Marvel Avengers. Um, I did not play this game cause I avoided it. Uh, so I don't, I know it's kind of like, Oh, well, how can you give the award? I don't want to, spend money on a game that is gonna you know try and have me pay 
to play. And if I wanted to do that, I'd go to an arcade. And I'm not spending sixty dollars on a goddamn game uh, to do that. It's. Um, I also think that it was weird how like cosmetically, like you weren't, you don't change based on like weapons you unlock. So I'm like, well, then what's the point? Like the unlocking a weapon or a or, or a attachment or things like that if it's not going to change what I look like. Like I understand that you you want to do skins and things like that, but like let me decide as the player it's my choice to play the video game and i'd like to select it um if you're going to give me the options like let me be like destiny where like if i select a helmet for iron man and it's a weird combination let me look like i'm ugly if i want to combine things together let me decide that um but yeah i it was like high hopes and literally swept under the radar uh, swept under the rug Uh, i think square enix is trying to fix it or you know uh it was it Crystal Dynamics was the ones that were making that, which was uh, what was that? It's Square Enix. It's Square Enix, but like, who is the one that made that? Is it is that Crystal Dynamics? Um, because I'm thinking it was the people that made Tomb Raider, and then were pulled off of Tomb Raider to go make that game. And I don't know Crystal really Dynamics. what was that. It's Crystal Dynamics. It is Crystal. Okay, and yeah. uh, and that's why um. The other team that makes Tomb Raider, I can't remember off the top of my head. Um, they had to take charge of Shadow of the Tomb Raider, uh, which is just weird because it's like Square is so inconsistent on how good games are. Like you'll get like Shadow of the Tomb Raider makes three games, solid games, and then you get one of the biggest properties coming off of one of the biggest movies that was released last year, and all of a sudden it's just what the fuck is this and then you put people in the game that like no one really cares about and like it it just like and then they they updated it with hawkeye's daughter i'm like oh that's no i heard that chick's not his daughter oh it's not it's it's, she's in no relation to hawkeye she's just some chick who supposedly gets like trained by hawkeye okay well there you go it's like that's just even it's more of the case of like she's in the comics yeah yeah i know and then what like ms marvel was also selected to be like the poster child of that game and i'm like Mm -hmm. look as much as i appreciate you trying to put forward a a character that doesn't really get much of a push like because that's the idea of guardians of the galaxy guardians of the galaxy were a bunch of nobodies that no one read the comics of unless you were like a diehard fan and then all of a sudden they make the movies and they become like such cultural icons because they knew who to be in those movies this Mm -hmm. is like you had an all-star cast to play all of these top-tier Marvel characters, but we've seen them. And so we've already associated that Robert Downey Jr. is Iron Man, but he's not in this game, so they made him look different. So there's kind of like the visuals is kind of messing up. I don't know. I think there was just yeah. it just had a dirty taste in a lot of people's mouths, even though the game, I guess, theoretically worked more than Cyberpunk did. Um, it To me, it just seemed like a company that was... I think there was a game there originally, and then the publisher decided to step in and go, yeah, but what if we did microtransactions? <laughs> like, and so, <laughs> and, uh, you know, obviously, uh, if you want to take the EA route, um, I don't know who you, what game you're looking at that, that's pulling in uh, good numbers, but it definitely doesn't, it's not things that people like. So anyway, I gave Marvel's Avengers the brown star award this year tyler you also gave the brown star award to marvel's avengers what's going on 
Uh, I just felt like for what it could have been, using these these properties that we use, like the uh, the Avengers. I'm not really so bothered on the uh, the look because you know, like I, you probably ain't got that much money, especially not like now, you know. So it's gonna be a lot of money to try to get these actors in there to use their likeness because probably like, mocap involved. We're in different times at the moment, so. <sighs> It just didn't deliver. It wasn't there. You had all this behind you. You like Avengers. You know, what I mean? it's not just like the characters we see in the movies that are part of Avengers. It gets so much deeper than that. There's so much people you can add to make it an enjoyable experience. And to kind of combat like what Ashley was saying about like Cyberpunk, is just you know about like the the added feature of um, not added feature, but the added like aspect of like them removing it off the PlayStation Store. I don't consider that to be uh like a product of like developer choice a product of like it was forced upon them by consumers so imagine if no one ever said anything about all the bugs in cyberpunk that game would still be where it is today so i feel like that game is not really bad it's just consumers that are whining that they didn't really get what they thought they were gonna get you're saying just to reiterate just to kind of clarify you're saying that cd project red would have fixed the game even without people complaining about it yeah. Okay. Oh, right. If people were never complaining to like this degree, like of mm-hmm. course you they have to play it, right? Of course they're gonna see it and things are gonna make it, um, like to like to their view, you know? Because uh, Twitter is everywhere. Everyone's on Twitter nowadays. It's gonna get out there. But the the wanting for this game has been like the biggest outcry. And I feel like it's because people thought they were gonna get more, and they didn't get more, so they whined about it. But from what I'm hearing, people who've played the game, you've played it. Mm-hmm. Ash has played it. You guys say it's really good. So why are we letting game bugs riddle? Your experience. Well, if you can sit here and tell me game bugs don't riddle your experience, then what's the problem? Right. For for next gen users though. Most people aren't on next gen yet. Yeah. I think that's I think that's where a lot of the, the fallout of it is of because yeah, it, it, the game the game that we got uh for because I obviously the game was advertised as an Xbox One and a PS4 game, and it still is. It's still specifically for those consoles. Um and so people going into it, and obviously both consoles being super difficult to get as of current of December twenty third, um, it's it is a it's it, I, that's all they have. And so I think that why people keep talking about it and is is that topic of <laughs> I'm stuck with this. So if this is what you told me to play it on, uh, why is it play like this? And and I get I agree with with Ashton. Uh, and I also agree with you, Tyler. It, it's just definitely that. And I think that's the reason why we keep talking about it is because it's a good game and we just can't, we can't let it die because I think the game is a solid game and, but it's just, it's just not there all the way. And I, that's, that's really the, the issue. Well, it's, it's also because like they, they're going to take three months after release to make a minimum viable product on all platforms. I think they that was the problem. It was trying to get it on all platforms. That, that was to me the problem. Because I mean, obviously they're they're a PC company. You know, they're they're really good at making. Uh, they they started on PC with The Witcher, and they've continued to make the games on PC super really super good. Um, then they started with you know putting the stuff over on Xbox 360, and then those ports were really good. And I think it's that hype. The hype is super difficult to try and keep up especially when we we learned about this game back in like 2012 so like we've been li- literally when when we were playing diablo 3 
<laughs> we were just learning about uh, we cyberpunk were still in high school. Yeah, exactly. We were still in high school, and so it's like it's and people that weren't eighteen to play that game, they waited. <laughs> and now those people are eighteen. That's such. That's so long ago, and like it's almost a decade to play this game. And you know, I I think that CD Projekt Red had to make that decision to put that game out. Was it the good decision? Was it the right call? Some people say yes. No. Some people say no. So, um, but yeah, I well, you, yeah. Go ahead. No, this is the way you look at it. Like people say yes, people say no. There's no winning. Yeah, like no answer, right? Yes. Because no matter what they chose to do, there were going to be complaints. You yes. delay it again, complaints. You put oh, it 100%. out. Yes, and you get totally what you get agree. right now. It's going to be complaints. It was no pleasing anybody. People just have to realize that this is kind of what you wanted. It was delayed for a reason. Mm-hmm. And I feel like you know I can only like say so much like. Like with my foot, like just in the door of like game design, but I'm like my teacher has run us through drills about like how this shit goes, and it's not fun for anybody. Crunch is a bitch. We learned that too. Like you, like some people don't even really get paid for crunching, mm-hmm. and being like you're like developer and publisher, you know, you don't have no big company backing you. It's just all you. So like you, like uh, the the weight is on their shoulders, meaning like they know what they did. And I feel like people have to learn to be patient you know like uh like ashton said they're like one of the companies out here who is actually trying to fix something mm-hmm. and why i give it to avengers because like did avengers try to fix anything no they just released a dlc yeah they just keep doing fun. it they're, they're yeah. still doing it yeah you're not trying to change anything to make it more enjoyable content is not going to make your game in certain situations yes con- more content does make your game enjoyable but it's not because once people play through that in a week, what does it what does it go through? Yeah, I mean, that game does work though. Yeah, I can give you that, but I, there's no fun game there. And honestly, of what yeah. I've seen, like it doesn't. It's seem... a fun game in Cyberpunk. Bugs aside, that's why that's the yeah. point I'm trying to bring yeah. out. You separate that from the actual experience and think of the do the times that the game bugged out on you way more on you than the time that the game worked and you actually enjoyed the story. And I guarantee you everybody's answer is definitely no. Yeah, for me personally, I would have to say, yeah, the bugs are... I would say the the the, the, the fun times outweigh the bugs. For me, personally. On Xbox on, Series on X. Series. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It could be on last-gen consoles, too. People just don't know how to stop whining. I can get that game right now, have it should be buggy as hell with my Xbox. I don't even want to play half the games I have on it and still have a great time. Bugs <clears> aside, <throat> it's not really the hardware you're on, the type of person you want to be, and do you want to sit here and whine all day? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it is an unacceptable state, though. It is, on, sure. On there, I mean, and to wrap things up here, it, it uh, kind of does go with the whole fact that it is a. Um, you know, like I was saying earlier, it is it is advertised as the being on those consoles. And so, like, the fact that... But I think CD Projekt Red being so, you know, adventurous into making things extremely good-looking and the gameplay and, like, building worlds and things like that, it it's so big of a game that, like... You know, I've been in Night City the whole game for eight hours. I have not even made it to the Wildlands or whatever the hell they call that thing. Like, the desert? I've not been out there yeah. yet. That's a whole section of the game I've not been out to. There's missions upon missions upon submissions upon meeting people, romance options, things like that. It's it's so fucking ambitious of a game that it it just to me honestly, they should have just said fuck it, we're not coming out on the past gen console even though we said we were going to come out on past gen. 
we just got to make it for the next gen even it, it and i think uh, you know it sucks and that was that and i know that they want to appease to everybody because cd project red is cd project red they love appeasing like giving back to the community and the fans that they do have especially when you see like the witcher and all of the free content that they gave to that game the the little love note that they sent in every single packaging of the witcher complete edition saying that you're about we appreciate you we do all this stuff it's literally a note it's literally a note that they typed up and signed cd project red and it's you open it up all it is is just a little note that says thank you for buying our game we hope you enjoy it and it's like there's no company that does that uh, as much as like the the this this company in Poland, CD Projekt Red, and I I can't wait to see what the game looks like after it's done. But yeah, unfortunately, it's not where it's at. But I still give it to uh, Marvel's Avengers just because Square it doesn't seem like they want to change, and I think that that's where it's like it comes down to that company of of why they didn't want to do that. I don't know. And you have a big property, you have Disney writing on this, and as far as I'm aware um, and seeing, you know, when I see games from Insomniac making Spider-Man and Miles Morales, like mm -hmm. why the hell did we get this game and not those games? That game, those games have one main character is, it, well, I guess, okay, give or take, but you have a Spider-Man like to worry, you know, to, to play as in there. Yeah. Over here, you have supposedly a very eclectic crew of uh, Avengers and it's not fun. So it's like, I don't know how you're, how that team was able to make a better game than you guys are. And they're an open world sandboxy type of game. So it's like, I don't know, but anyway, so yeah, there's the Brown star award. Any final things about that before we move on? I just want to, Nope. Okay. Uh, hall of fame award. This is the, the game that will be forever immortalized into our website over in the PT hall of fame. Uh, last year, I inducted uh, Pokemon Yellow version, and Ashton, you inducted Super Mario Galaxy. Yes, yes, he did. Um, and so this year, we have three inductees because our good old pal Tyler is here. So um, let's get on. Ashton, what game are you inducting into the Hall of Fame? The class of twenty twenty. Halo Three, dude. And why is that? Um, because it kind of like set the precedent for all the future halo games in the franchise and it actually was doing something that other games did not um you know it had a pretty good story uh not quite as good as halo 2 story but it had uh the best multiplayer uh in its time uh, arguably and uh it also had that forge mode that yes. no other game had mm -hmm. um it made custom games a mainline thing in future games on other franchises it was a trendsetter trailblazer if you will um that game had so much to it especially for its time it was just top tier top tier game and people still go back and play it regularly a master chief collection that game came out like forever ago like 2007 yeah i think it came out yeah around there so 13 years running people are still playing that Amazing game. Amazing game. Tyler, you are inducting what game? Kingdom Hearts 2. There it is. Why is that? Uh, that shit, nostalgia, everywhere. I remember going to my dad's house, 
and staying up to two in the morning. My dad just let me do that because he didn't care what I did as long as I wasn't waking him up. Uh, just fucking sitting there going to Hercules Coliseum, you know, beating the shit out of people, hanging out with Herc, just swapping out characters, hanging out with Tarzan, Simba. You know, that that was that was my game. It, the story just pulled me in. If I could cry, I would cry. <laughs> but, you know, we don't do that around here. But, no, that was, that was, that was my shit. And uh, it will forever hold, like, uh, like a special place to me. I remember, like, going to my dad's house again and, like, uh, I think what well, I was like eighteen. I was like, what well, my ex girlfriend at the time. And I sent her a picture. She's like, I'm not gonna hear from you like the whole weekend. I'm like, nah, nah, you definitely not. I'm playing this shit. You're done. Uh, yeah, that's what I. Got. Yeah, no, that it's so odd that those games exist. Every time I see them, I'm like, Final mm-hmm. Fantasy characters and Disney characters, and it's it's just so interesting <laughs> that that game is so popular and i'm i'm happy as a disney fan to see that that they are that disney was you know allowing their content because mickey does not come free i'll let you know so it's like the fact that he's oh, yeah, able yeah, to... like five games yeah it's a yeah exactly so it's like the the fact that he's in those games is is crazy uh, but yeah kingdom hearts 2 is a, is a good induction um and obviously i i have to uh to give mine but my my thing is is i have to go back to what we uh what we talked about for our game of the decade and i honestly think it is rightfully deserving of being inducted into the hall of fame as well um especially since we classified it as the game of the decade uh is grand theft auto 5 i think that game is a all-around top-notch game uh like i've said in the last part uh to this episode um so i won't go too far into it but to to kind of recap it's just i think that game is so good all around one of the best video game type of games uh you know there's not this sense of like oh i have to be this certain way to play the game or i can do whatever it is a it's just enjoy it just enjoy of how chaotic and how fun the game actually is so gta 5 is my induction into the class of 2020 hall of fame Nice. Any last minute <laughs> things to say about the Hall of Fame? Nah. Okay. Nope. Cool, cool, cool. Let's talk. Oh, sorry. No, is we good? Let's okay. go. All right. Uh, before we wrap this up, before we wrap this part up, uh, let's talk about Game of the Year. Game of the Year 2020. Uh, we narrowed it down to three finalists here that we all agreed that should be in contention uh, for 2020. That is The Last of Us Part 2. Spider-Man, Miles Morales, and Call of Duty: Cold War. Um, two of these games, PlayStation exclusives, so that's interesting. Um, what are you guys feeling? Like, um, uh, our final three. I mean, I've only played Cold War. Okay. Um, but I wouldn't say that it's game of the year. Mm-hmm. I'd have to go with either Last of Us Part Two or Miles Morales, but I haven't watched nor have I played either of those games. Mm-hmm. So, well, tell me why you like Call, Call of Duty that you were able you, that you not able, but you wanted to put this through to the final. I like the story a lot. I haven't fully beaten it yet. Um, I just like the setting. Mm-hmm. Um, you kind of go back and forth between um, time in terms of like remembering old stuff um 
and it's also like pretty interactive. You could like sort of choose like make decisions in the game, not really to a full extent, but like um, you can like you can choose to throw a guy off of a roof or like capture him. Uh, it's pretty cool, and it's in the eighties, so I mean that's also pretty cool. Um, there's a lot of stealth. I don't know. It's and the game just looks really good. Like all the cutscenes super like crazy like they just look amazing like the character models look realistic as fuck except for reagan he looks like a clown uh <laughs> fucking rosy red cheeks they're like over the top like the man's actually wearing blush it's crazy um like they dress the yeah. corpse up <laughs> yeah pretty, pretty much it's really weird it's bizarre they need to like tone that down a little bit but i don't know the game's good and multiplayer is pretty solid um but I like Last of Us. Uh, I like I like the first one. Uh, the second one, I'm excited to play it once the PS5 version comes out. Miles Morales, I'm excited to play as well. Um, but I think I'm gonna, I'm gonna table it. I'm gonna listen to what you guys have to say, and then I'll I think I'll choose after you guys. Okay. Um, yeah, for me, uh, you know, with these final three, I definitely like with, with you know you touched upon it just for a second there with the decision based thing. Um, Obviously, there is, you know, it's it's kind of like, you know, oh, yeah, you can. In the right direction for what uh, the Call of Duty crew is going to decide to do, um, you know, with seeing what Black Ops, uh, you know, with uh, uh, Treyarch was able to pull off with Black Ops Cold War in just a short period of time of them uh, doing, you know, they, they got the kind of. Hey, uh, Sledgehammer's not doing this anymore. You guys are in charge. And it's like, oh, uh, yeah, I guess yeah. we'll finish this idea that we had. But, yeah, here you are. Um, there's a documentary that I think IGN uh, put out that is how the game was made in the pa- brink of a pandemic, which uh, I have not yet seen at this current moment in time. But it's super interesting to see what, what went on about that. Um Especially with them getting sprung up, they were like recording mo- mocap in like people's living rooms. Like they sent them the equipment so that they could record the mocap and then send them all that information. But it's super interesting of like how they went on into doing this in a uh, in such a you know I don't want to say the name of it, but you know since the pandemic was happening, that's how it was going on. Um, but anyway, you know I I think that this is a definitely like. I don't know. I I haven't really been in love with Call of Duty games in a long, long, long time. Uh, but I think Modern Warfare with multiplayer and with uh, Warzone kind of revived that for me. And then going into this as like from day one playing Call of Duty, um, I'm not, I, you know I I kind of haven't said this to them, but I have bought the game twice, uh, and I do own it on PS5 and on PC. And uh, the oh PS5 boy. version, it is a. Uh, it, I will say I did I, so I bought the PC version at full price. PC uh, PS5 one it was on sale and I had uh, a couple gift cards. So technically, kind of give or take of like how much money I actually spent on the PS5 version. But nonetheless, um, it is cool like how they're innovating the new hardware, especially with PlayStation 5 with the haptic triggers of where like each gun has this different feel of pulling the trigger on the uh, R2 button. And uh, it's super cool of just, like, that they're trying these new things for a game that's been around for over a decade. Almost, actually, I think now they're hitting in the 20s, 20 years of Call of Duty soon. Um, but, yeah, it's uh, it's it's so good. 
I think one of the best Call of Duties, but I don't wouldn't say it is the best. I don't want to say that because it's I'd have to go back and play them all again. But I think it's definitely a solid entry from what Treyarch was able to do in such a short period of time. And I can't wait to see what happens like when Treyarch has the time to put in a really good campaign because of what I've heard and I'm sure Tyler will uh, talk about is because uh, he has his opinions on the campaign too. It, it kind of mm-hmm. ends really quickly. And so hopefully we'll get a little bit of a bigger campaign uh, a little bit later because I know that there are people who still love the campaigns of Call of Duty. Um, but obviously multiplayer is a big part of it. So, and they are one of the companies that did not, they removed a campaign, uh, for what, for black ops four, I think. So it's kind of like, yeah, but anyway, um, so before I completely go off a tangent, on just talking about cold war, uh, Spider-Man miles Morales, I have played, uh, on PS five, absolutely gorgeous of a game. Um, the, the, the holiday seasons of it where the snow and like the cool aspects of the style that miles has, uh, he adds his own flavor to being Spider-Man uh, because in the beginning of the game, uh, Peter goes on a vacation. And so now it's like, oh, it's Miles' turn to like kind of be, you know, he's got a little bit of training. Uh, so now uh, Peter taught him some moves and things like that. And so now he leaves him for a little bit to kind of do his own thing. And um, and Miles is such a cool character of just who he is as a, as, as a Spider-Man. And... Um, it is uh his, his his you definitely see the style of where he comes from from his uh mixed background of hispanic and uh african american culture blending together you see that kind of going in um I, I am annoyed that he he's not wearing the jordans but that's that's not here nor there <laughs> but he, uh uh but the, there's times like when in like one of the things uh specifically like during the holiday season he there's a wreath there are wreaths around the whole entire city of new york and he can actually like swing and he does this like kind of spin move like through the wreath it's kind of cool but it's just like those little moments that you can have in that game are really fun plus there's some haptic triggers to the ps5 version uh where he will actually uh if you like thwip like shoot your web to another thing you actually feel the shot and the release of it like it's really cool of how they kind of let that mode kind of come in. Um, and then the last of us part two play, uh, started playing it on PS4. We'll get back to it. Um, and, uh, it is, uh, I've gotten about probably halfway through the game and it is a solid game. I do like how the fact it does take place in Seattle. So there you go. Um, but the, uh, the game alone, I think, fixed a lot of the problems I had with the first game. I thought the combat was, like, you moved really fucking weird in the first game. And it's just super clunky. Even though a lot of people do kind of say, like, oh, you know, you move pretty well. Um, no. No, you don't. Uh, especially going back and playing those games, it, it, it still wasn't good. Uh, but then playing in this one, and I played it immediately after I played The Last of Us. Like, I went through The Last of Us Remastered and then started playing this. And uh, the movement is so much better. Um, I think that obviously the, the the dialogue and the the voice acting from the people that are in the game are just so good. Um, and uh, yeah, I think that, that it's it's a pretty well rounded game too. So those are my connections to why those three are top for me. Uh, Tyler, what you got? Cold War, Spider Man, Last of Us. You talk about them, or just like you want me to say which one I prefer over. How about how about you? So talk about what talk about those three of why those are top three for you, and then why don't you kick us off with what your vote is? Okay, so I guess I'm gonna go in the order of how much I know about them, starting about Last of Us. Uh, 
you know, I looked up some of it because I actually wanted to play with myself, and I think I will be uh, kind of soon. And, you know, I really enjoyed the first one. I, like, it's been like a whole summer. Ignored a lot of homework for that last one. That <laughs> I still pass, though, you know. <laughs> but uh, I played it, really enjoyed it. So I was thinking, like, the next one is going to pick up on that hype. Unfortunately, I didn't really get to play it. You know, shout out to Little Brothers for, like, breaking their PlayStation 4 controllers. Gotta love it. Um, But, like, the hate I was seeing online just didn't match up. So I think I watched, like, maybe, like, like like thirty minutes of it, I was like, right, I gotta say this for later. It was looking clean. I was like, all right, we gonna wait for that one. And going on to Miles Morales, uh, I just you know honestly, if like, I don't, I hate to make it something like this, but it's just the inclusion is what does it for me. You know, uh, just I know people make jokes about it, but it's just it's true. Like looking at him and the Amazing Spider Man, that haircut, you know, coming to um uh, his own game, having like an actual haircut that would be on just a regular african-american teenager is something that like you know is important because you know playing games nowadays you get i get to create my own character i want to be me mm-hmm. hard to be you when game developers don't accommodate you well miles morales he has that and like i feel like he takes on the role of spider-man in a complete different way that's unique to him like no one's gonna be miles right he didn't try to be peter yeah, um, so I, I really I really enjoyed that. Like he did it his own way. Even like, in, in the trailer, like uh, I forgot his friend's name. It like talks him a little bit. He like you always talk about Spider Man. We got to remember you're Spider Man too. And he did that. Like I I really appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Cold War obviously the one I played the most. Um, I didn't like the campaign. To be honest, I'm I, I'm not one for short campaigns either. And playing it, I definitely like got the rush feeling. I can feel like you know. You can tell where they spent most of their time getting shafted the way they did. Just like can't get hit with that news immediately coming off of Black Ops Four. It's like what the fuck? <laughs> These are supposed to be going year. This was at that time they still thought they were on like the uh, they get a break because I think the cycle was like Infinity War, Treyarch, and Sledgehammer. It was uh, reversed a little bit. Like, like, flipped a little bit. It's like, it's it was it was Infinity Ward, Sledgehammer, then Treyarch. There you go. My yeah. bad. Yeah. No, but yeah. So. Like, they go in thinking, yeah, okay, we at least got, like, two more years of, like, prep and just, nope, we can't sledgehammer, get on this. It's like, what? Mm-hmm. So, like, you can definitely see, like, some of the missions just didn't feel like they shouldn't even been in the game. Like, I didn't, I didn't, I could have done without them. Like, if I just take it as it is, is it good? Yes. But knowing, like, they're, like, the other Call of Duty campaigns that I've played, no, I, I'm not, like, yeah. a fan. Mainly where you're saying, like, is it to the caliber that Treyarch could deliver? And you're saying no. No, yeah, because we played Black Ops 2. We played Black mm-hmm. Ops 1. Like, yeah. those are I can campaigns. see that. I could agree with that. My favorite, I'm, side note, my personal favorite campaigns aren't even Treyarch campaigns. Honestly, mm-hmm. I really enjoyed Ghost and Infinity War. Yeah. Warfare. If you ever, if look, if you never played Infinite Warfare, that campaign is solid. Like, don't don't let, like, oh, space. No, it, it's cool. Like, they do side missions very well. Is that well. the Kevin Spacey on, one? No, that's uh, Advanced Warfare. Okay. If the Warfare is um, the one with Conor McGregor, Harrington, the guy who played uh, Jon Snow from Game of Thrones. Oh, okay. He's a, yeah, I really enjoyed that one. But uh, yeah, that uh, I enjoy that game. I'm I'm a COD fanatic. Well, not fanatic, but it's like you know that's the first FPS I decided to put time into. So I hope the special place there can you know be in like. 11 years old and tell your dad, hey, dad, I'm probably getting video games. He's just nodding along because he doesn't give a shit what you're saying. He's like, hey, whatever, kid. <laughs> but, uh, no, Call of Duty is, like, where I go to be competitive. And this one, I feel like, scratched that more than Modern Warfare did, personally, for me. Uh, I didn't like being bogged down. It's like I was super slow in Modern Warfare. 
Um, so this one, I was like, all right, you move a little bit faster, zooming around the map, and then and the revert back to the old minimap system, of course, was one of my favorite things because I don't like you not showing up on minimap. That encourage people to camp. Don't do that. That's, that's fucking terrible. <laughs> and, added, of course, putting, like, perks and shit back in the game with Dead Silence um, basically makes people think more how you set up your classes in more intricate ways. But I do, like, a little bit of, like, a meshing. You can see where, like, this one... Again, going back to like the lack of time, like this one takes a lot from Black Ops Four, like a lot of UI, uh, how UI works, and like you know, when you kill somebody, you may see like how much damage you did to them or whatever. That like Black Ops Four right there, but that like it's like Black Ops Four was solid. This game, I'm really liking it, it's solid. So yeah, okay. and oh, and we're, go- we're I'm going into what my top, what my pick is. Yeah, what is your what is your vote for game of the year of 2020? Miles Morales. Miles Morales. That is one vote for Miles. Uh, yeah, when I get down to it, um, you know, I, I will say, you know, like like for my vote, um, Cold War is a good game, but I can't, and it is definitely a game that I'm, like I was saying, Call of Duty, I've just started getting back into it and I am absolutely, uh, enjoying the game itself. Um, Last of Us 2, I don't know what it is that makes me not want to play that game (laughs) like as much as people talk about how good it is so much it's like the first one i think got overhyped for me and i think that's why i didn't really enjoy it as much i i will say it's a top it's top tier game and one of the playstation's uh like best exclusives for their console um but like i don't know i just stopped playing last of us 2 and i don't know why i never went back to like complete it um so I really can't vote for it. It's it is a good game, and it is a reason why it is in the top three. And I I wanted to push it through. I just can't give it that. Um, and and Spider Man Miles Morales. There's just, you know, I I don't know. I think I like the the fact that it, the character has a little more, you know, to it than in the first Marvel Spider Man because like in Marvel Spider Man, it's like you already know who Spider Man is. You already know, so don't worry about it. Like, just go and thwip around the city of New York. In this one, he, you know, you get to talk with his friends. You get to see, like, his mom. You get to see, you know, and with what happened in the last game, you know, you don't really – I don't want to spoil things if no one's ever played Marvel Spider-Man but um, or knows what Miles' story is. But there is some things that happen in the game that are from – you know, they pick up kind of a little bit after the first game uh, so that it kind of implies that Peter has been kind of teaching him. Uh, they show, like, this – it is a character evolving game for me. And I think there's a little more liveliness to what they decided to do with Miles. And so I'd have to give it to Miles Morales. I have to give Spider-Man Miles Morales my game of the year vote. All right, Ashton, go ahead. Yeah, I'll just uh, hop on that wagon with you guys. Um, I don't know. I just... I don't know. I... Definitely didn't want to give it a cod, so it was really just down to The Last of Us and uh, <laughs> Spider-Man. So um, I am pretty equally um, interested in both. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll just uh, I'll just call it unanimous, and we'll just go to Spider-Man. Okay, cool. Uh, Spider-Man Miles Morales is officially our game of the year for 2020, uh, as much as a lot of people would probably argue that Last of Us is doesn't matter it's our show so spider-man miles morales gets 
our game of the year. And uh, yeah, so there you go. Um, any final words for our PT awards? Nope. Shit, nah. We're moving on. Stand. Oh, seeing you out. Wait, wait, are we done? No, no, we, done? we got one last right. topic. I got a final message. Oh, you got a final message? Okay, for that? Later. No, oh, later, later. okay. Um, <laughs> we're moving on to our third and final topic. Um, Ashton, this is your topic. This is the 2020 recap, 2021 hopes. What are we talking about? Uh, well, we're talking about, uh, you know, we had some games um, that came out. 2020 you know it was a decent year it wasn't a terrible year for gaming um you know all things considered uh there's a couple delays um you know we got quite a few delays actually um some shim launch bugs and some things were rushed and you know it's just kind of a rough year you know for everything but uh you know there's some there's some diamonds in the rough here you know it's, it's always good to like look back on a pretty crappy year in general you know look at like the little speckles of gold that are in there you know somewhere um you know we finally got cyberpunk mm -hmm. it's not it's not picture perfect <laughs> right now but uh you know that's something to look forward to in 2021 you know we're gonna get the full experience promised here in 2021 um early 2021 we're gonna be getting halo infinite in 2021 in the fall um it was a good year for memes in 2020. Uh, you know, we got a good old Craig, Halo Infinite. Yeah. That uh, moon-faced motherfucker. Uh, no expressions. That was pretty great. Um, 2021, you know, it's everybody's going to be, you know, production's going to be a lot better, uh, even if, you know, as to continue, you know, remotely. Um, unless things get, you know, you know, the ball gets rolled, you know, everything starts moving forward uh, in terms of this whole situation we got going on. So, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to like a fresh year for things to get back to how they should be going. Um, there's going to be a lot of good games to look forward to here in 2021. So I don't know. I, I'm happy that 2020 is over and that 2021 is upon us and it should be a lot better than than 2020 uh, and if it's worse then god help us all <laughs> yeah. uh yeah i mean you know there's there's definitely uh there's some games to look forward to and it, we've kind of made a list of games that we're kind of on the lookout for um and uh yeah i i think it's definitely been a little tough on us uh when it comes to 2020 as um as primal target obviously we we weren't able to make Bitcade as frequently as I, as we wanted to. Um, there is things that we started and we weren't able to complete because of things that happened with uh, with the pandemic, and um, and you know and I we're we're trying to reassess in the situation of uh, going in and trying to figure out what we could do to keep making that content with also creating the content that we do on Twitch. Uh, it was easy for us to make the transition and to make. Twitch, our main uh, source of content creating, and uh, luckily we we already had uh, a sort of established thing going into what we had already done with Twitch. We were already affiliates, so we didn't have to make that jump. Uh, we didn't lose our status as that. Uh, we were able to 
pick up where we left off, plus bring over the mixer people that Ashton was um, amazing at establishing over there. And so it, it's definitely um, <clears throat> been an adjustment of a year. But I think that, yeah, 2021, we're going to try and work harder and try and make it so that it uh, all those content and things with video games in general are, are going to be good. I mean, there's there's some solid games coming out next year or actually when you're watching this this year. And um, <laughs> and hopefully, you know, it, it keeps going into. All right, let's slowly start to, you know, start this little engine that could sort of thing. You know, we've gone up the mountain and hopefully we can uh, we can start soaring down the mountain at, at a point. And uh, but yeah, here's here's hoping and praying. Uh, Tyler, you uh, have been on your own journey as well uh, over there on Twitch and content creating for yourself. So how's okay. 2020 worked out for you? Um, it's going all right. It's definitely it's ending still on like a shit note, but it's better than, you know, like the beginning. So, like, dealing with what I had to do with, like, going to school because I was in college at the beginning of the year. Uh, I managed to get through that. And, like, you know, the shutdown with Mixer, of course, fucking sucked for everybody. And getting back, you know, Twitch is going well. Try to make it work. Now, trying to do some YouTube stuff. Um, but, yeah, I just want next year to be better, right? I want to finally get my degree. Like, to be told, like, Hey, you have all your credits to graduate, but we can't clear you to get your degree. It's like what? So dealing with that at the moment. But it's twenty twenty one. You know, be better as a content creator. Uh, better life wise. You know, upgrades to my stream. Upgrades to just overall quality of life would be great going into next year. Mm-hmm. So kind of going uh, a little bit shifting gears to keep it. You know. As not mm-hmm. self pity as we all have done, because <laughs> it's just been <laughs> such a defeating and diffusing year. Um, but it has had some of its, you know, its benefits. Like like uh, Tyler was saying, is you know he, w- we were, we were all part of Mixer, and and I was not so much. But you know, you guys were doing so great over there, and then moving had to make that adjustment. Had to make, and you know, Ashton and I had that. A pretty long discussion and like what do we do do we go to youtube do we go to facebook do we go back to twitch and honestly i think that twitch was the was the good answer for us and so it's um hopefully it keeps growing i mean we're we're, we're trucking along every other day at least a follower here and there kind of thing so that's always fun um but uh games to look out for though i uh, thought i'd bring this up with uh the medium coming out on the xbox platforms and pc uh Hell yeah coming out in january that's kicking off the year so by the time actually that would be coming out pretty soon uh in a couple days uh by the time you're listening to this or has already come out actually because we'll be this is part three so it already had come out so hopefully you guys are enjoying it um but yeah what, what that's the uh me, the medium is that kind of split reality sort of game how are you guys feeling about that one i'm excited yeah uh, that's more so for him not really for me. And like I don't like horror games, but I'm not like huge on it. I'll definitely uh try to uh give it a shot, but uh, it looks good. I'll probably watch Ashton over here play it and make my decision from there if I wanna like jump into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's definitely uh one of those games that I'm like maybe it's gonna be as good as Resident Evil's have been, or maybe it might not be. It's definitely uh this is made by the guys who made 
um, Layers of Fear and uh, the Blair Witch game that just recently came out. So it's in good hands, but we'll see. Uh, we'll see what happens here. Um, in May, we get Deathloop, uh, the Bethesda exclusive game to, I guess, PlayStation, which is kind of weird. Um, after, since after that whole thing, uh, Microsoft now owns Bethesda, so we'll, we'll see what kind of happens here. <laughs> um, but yeah, how are you guys feeling about Deathloop? It is the two-person No, go ahead. No, that's supposed to come out like it has been shown for so long. I kind of forgot until you just brought it up. Yeah, May twenty-first like, actually is when this is coming out. Yeah, so. that was shown like two years ago, maybe. I think so. Yeah, last E three, yeah. which we skipped this year's E three. So yeah, twenty nineteen. Oh, I mean, yeah. I mean, the game looks alright. I don't, it's not really like top of my list, personally. It was shown before twenty nineteen. Yeah, it was shown in twenty eighteen as well. Mm. Yeah, um, heavy. Heavy dishonored vibes from it. Uh, I don't mind it. I just am confused on what the hell you're supposed to be doing. <laughs> yeah, I'm a little bit too. All I got is that there's two characters and you have 24 hours to do something. I guess I don't know what the fuck's happening. Yeah, yeah, I'm good. Uh, Ghostwire Tokyo. No date as of yet of when we made this list. So Ghostwire Tokyo. Um, it was a PlayStation exclusive, and I think now it's multi-platform. So, how do you guys mm-hmm. feel about Ghostwire Tokyo? Kind of weird, spooky sort of game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm always down for a spooky time. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I mean, there's not that many like first-person horror games yeah. that are like action horror. You know, mm-hmm. like uh, Resident Evil kind of cornered that market with Resident Evil Seven. So, um, it's interesting to see like where this end, like where this ends up soon. Yeah, um, yeah, agree. I didn't even think about it like that, but yeah, you're totally right uh god of war 2021 uh is you know that's when we're expecting the next god of war probably gonna be a fall sort of release if not the their winter release um ashton you said you're kind of looking forward to this one what are you uh for halo infinite for god of war oh god <laughs> so of not war. what i said Sorry. but yeah <laughs> i heard fall and i'm like oh hello uh god of war yeah um i played a little bit of the first one uh, i've actually seen the ending for it i'm actually super stoked for the second one um and now i have a playstation so i'll be able to play this one in its entirety so you can play the first one for free if you have playstation plus so there you go <laughs> yeah uh, <I> got, <laughs> okay <laughs> i've already seen the ending so it's like uh, there's not really All a point right. in playing yeah. it um but uh, yeah, I have a PlayStation Five, so I'll be able to play that and get a nice next gen experience for that. That'll be a fucking beautiful game to see. Um, and I really love like Norse mythology and stuff like that, so it's kind of right up my alley. Um, I am super excited for that. Tyler, you are a uh, a little bit of a co- uh, God of War. I don't know what the hell I'm saying anymore. Uh, God of War fan, what <laughs> are you feeling about uh, the next God of War? Hopefully I get to play because I get to play last one. I've seen a lot on it, and I'm supposed to be playing it soon once I uh, once I get like the PlayStation in order. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I need to need to get this next one. I need to try really hard because that ended in that last one. That didn't sit well with me personally. Mm. I don't really like what happened. Uh, so I don't want to say none because probably people out there who haven't played it. I didn't play it, but it was I looked it up willingly. Uh, but I didn't really enjoy it. So I got to see what they do uh, with this next one. Okay. Uh, Gotham Knights 
also on the list uh, here. This that is the looks Batman. Uh, I am, I think is dead, and so then it's up to Robin, Nightwing, and Batgirl to do their thing, um, which is uh, immediately I love the whole concept of things of like first off I love Batman. Yeah. That's like my favorite superhero, and uh, not like he really is. Batman's my favorite. Yep, DC and Marvel. Right. It's 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 he's my overall. Uh, just because I I like the 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 stories and that he's a part of a lot more than like. Because it's a little bit more of like, oh, it's a grounded reality. Plus, the villains are like top tier in yeah, the Batman villain, universe. For sure. Um, yeah. And that's kind of like what's interesting is like there's not really that great of characters that are villains unless they're touched in the Batman like villain sort of situations. Um, but yeah, I'm a huge Batman fan. I have comics and in uh, little figures over here. Um, but yeah, it's uh, yeah, I can't wait can't wait to see what that's all about I mean, especially if they say it's like a three you said multiplayer you were about to say I, I, I really hope yeah, yeah if there's like a three-player co-op situation going on top but i i think that dc it being with whatever warner company that yeah. they're gonna like set up they've been really good at making games so i'm hoping that like this is a not a marvel avengers situation um, Speaking of Warner, I mean Hogwarts Legacy. Am I right? Hogwarts Legacy is also yeah coming out possibly next year. Um, yeah, I that's gonna be pretty cool just to be in that universe and to have this like. I hope it's sort of Mass Effecty, like if that makes sense, or you get to yeah. like make your character and like you can kind of do whatever you want and like decisions and choices. If it's just like hey, go fuck around in an MMO. Which I you know don't I think is do? right. Well, go ahead. You know what I hope they do is they do a f like five or six year plan, and every year like the game fucking changes like oh every year. Hogwarts. The they movies. might do themed of it. I don't know. I don't know what they would do. That to me sick. sounds like an online sort of thing. But you you were talking off camera about a possible. You want it to be kind of like Destiny, but in Harry Esque. Potter world. Yes. Um. Not to that extent, but like. I don't like. I don't. In the movies, you don't see like a lot of difference in terms of like everybody has to wear like their school robes, right? Mm -hmm. But like there has to be some sort of customization. Do you think they'll have yeah. you do like the Pottermore test to like put you in a house? I kind of hope they do. I do too. It's like, oh no, you but, don't just get I a mean, pick. You have to like take the test, sort of thing. Yeah, but I mean, and then afterwards, like you can like still pick whatever house you want to be in because all you have to do, you know, is ask the the hat the sorting yeah hat. where they like here's the one that we think you should be in but you can pick whatever one you want like i hope yeah. they do that 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 would be awesome it'd be a, a super like easy to do too so i mean it, it it would not take much coding like at all to yeah. do that so it would literally take someone one full day to do um yeah i really hope they do it uh i don't know i hope the game has some sort of like pvp you know like how they have the in I think it is the second. Yes, it's the second movies they brought in like the dueling. Yeah. Um, Chamber of Secrets. You know, the long table. Yeah, in the Chamber of Secrets. That would be sick to have. Um, I don't know. I think it'd be cool to have like social spaces too, because I know it's going to be like a more of a single player experience, but I think it'd be really cool to have like a social place for like everybody to like hang out. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, you could hang out in the dining hall with like you and your friends. Yeah. Uh, or have it to where it's like a three place of wizard's chest club. or something like that. 
Yeah, or at least have like three, four player co op where you know you can like run through this shit with your friends. Do raids in the fucking Hogwarts, dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that would be pretty cool. Fucking go training in the room of requirement. I mean, come on now. Let's hope. Let's hope. Uh, Speaking of hoping, we're hoping that the this game is uh, really good. You two are have been doing some extensive research on it. Uh, Halo Infinite also set and slated for next year. We've kind of touched on it throughout this episode, but like any final things you want to briefly touch upon? Uh, no, just that I'm super excited for it. Um, there's, they just better, <laughs> they better have a way better launch than Halo Five. Otherwise, Halo is probably going to die. So, give I me the really w- give me a battle royale, three four three. I know you're listening. <laughs> I don't, I don't care if it's a battle royale or not. I'm gonna play it anyway. Um, it it wouldn't be too far-fetched for them to do a battle royale i mean people could end up making maps for it Mm -hmm. technically and then have that in rotation i mean that'd be fucking sick um tyler what are you thinking uh, halo infinite i don't think we've touched on what you thinking about it if you're still here (laughs) i don't know if he's muted though so um We'll uh, we'll, well move on to uh, we'll we'll come back to him on that. There's uh, another game that's coming out. Yeah. Back for Blood comes out in June. Oh, that's right. I don't think I even added that on this list. Back for Blood, man. Turtle Rock Studios, the original, the OG Left for Dead creators. They don't own the rights to the game that they made. Because mm-hmm. you know, Valve, Valve. is Valve. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so they made a new version, and they did it. Pretty much independently. So uh, they did team up with Warner. Um, so I don't know what the uh, licensing agreement is for that. I don't know if they're just funding it and they get to keep their IP this time or what. But um, yeah, I played the alpha. The alpha was awesome. And I'm really excited for that game to launch. I'm going to play a shit out of that come June. Um. Yeah, and you know, there's... I'm just looking at all these games and they they're they're just some I'm just going to read off a few that we don't really have too much information on or aren't really that much of a talk about thing but Mass Effect uh Legendary Edition's coming out which is going to be the uh current gen consoles Xbox Series and um PS5 updates for those games and it's going to be all in one collection. I don't know if Andromeda is included in that but I sure as hope so cuz that's the one I have not played. Uh but the mainline Mass Effect games are so good and then they announced that Mass Effect will be returning, so this is kind of hinting at maybe some people to kind of entice people to come back into the Mass Effect universe. Um, Oddworld Soulstorm, uh, I'm not really an Oddworld fan, but you have kind of were in the past at this point, or you just kind of know about it. Yeah, just, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Roller Champions, uh, we played that at PAX. We actually did a video about it, and actually it was really, it was really, really fun. And I was hoping that it was coming out sooner than later, but that we played that back in 2019 so it's i'm still not out yet um, i'm curious as to like what's going on with that because i mean it was pretty straightforward it, it, it looked like it could have been like released in the next few months mm-hmm. but we just have not heard anything yeah it played that. well like i don't know what's yeah. going on i think it's still i think you can get it on pc but it's not a full game yet so i don't know what's happening with that uh shin megami tensei uh five was supposed to come out on switch they announced that back when the switch was announced uh then uh state of decay 3 we saw like little snips uh we saw a little trailer this last year um and uh warhammer 40k uh dark tide 
is uh, next uh, Warhammer game that's coming out. We saw a little trailer of that. At, uh, I think E3 or whatever. When everyone was doing all their presentations this year. It wasn't E3, but you know what I mean. Um, and then um, what else we got? We got uh, Lego Star Wars The Skywalker Saga, which just looks absolutely cool. Like, it just is a cool game. And I don't know if we're going to do much content on it, but all I know is I'm fucking buying it. So, <laughs> um, And then uh, let's see. What else do we have? Resident Evil Village. Um, we're big Resident Evil fans over here at Primal Target, so I'm anticipating that it will also be really cool. Uh, especially since we got some revealing of a character at the end of uh, Resident Evil 7. And so we're probably going to be picking up a little bit after that. Uh, I'm not sure if we're going to be the same person, though. Mm. Yeah, I don't know about that. Um, but uh, I don't know. Could we? I doubt it just because of the way it was. Yeah, but then the person... Well, it's in the trailer. Chris is in the trailer. So you all, yeah, it, they've already is. revealed that. Um, I don't think we're going to play as Chris, though. I don't think so either. He's I th- he's kind of seeming like he's a little bit of a bad guy now, which I'm like, hmm, okay, this is interesting. Um, I think I've also heard rumors that Leon might be making an appearance as well, so I'm not entirely sure what his role in that thing is. But um, Chris Redfield has officially been confirmed in the trailer that we saw uh, earlier in 2020. Uh, And then the last one we have written down here is Lord of the Rings Golem, uh, which I think got a trailer, but that's about all it's gotten so far. So, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, lots of games to look forward to. Hopefully they all come out this year. Fingers crossed. Um, But yeah, that's, that's all I got for that. Anything else you want to talk about hopes and recapping and everything? No, I think that about covers it. I'm excited. Let's uh, get this ball rolling. Yeah. 2021. Hope everyone enjoys it. We're back. Bitcade is back. Uh, We got a plan of what we're going to do with that and how we're going to make more episodes. Uh, And we just wanted to record this uh, back in December to make sure that we at least had it for our uh, anniversary of Primal Target. Our official year five has begun and uh yeah let's get it going let's get it going um any uh anything you want to say to the people before i officially roll us out sure you come stop by our streams we're both streaming now for those of you guys who are uh you know haven't haven't been in the loop for a while twitch.tv slash primo underscore target i am mondays and wednesdays Ryan is Tuesdays and Thursdays. Hell yeah. Check it out, man. Yep. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been Bitcade. If you guys want to follow us on all of our social media, links links in the description below for all of you guys to click upon for your enjoyment. Uh, check out PrimalTarget.com for all of the hub and take you anywhere you want to go. And uh, then you can uh, journey on forth in watching us, like how Ashton was saying, on twitch.tv slash primal underscore target when you want to watch us live. And uh, you can follow me at Ryan E. Moore. You can follow Ashton at... Um, sticky underscore Ash. Yeah, I know. You changed your handle, so I wondered if you remembered that. <laughs> um, and then, Tyler, are you still here? He is not. But go check him out on... Um, on on what? Oh, maybe. I don't know. Not mid-conversation. I think... <laughs> like, um, 
but yeah, go check him out on his uh, on his stuff too. I will link all of that in the description for you guys to go and check him out. Uh, go support him on twitch.tv slash Pluvio, which is P-L-U-V-I-I-O underscore underscore. I believe it's two mm-hmm. underscores. There he is. Okay. Um, <laughs> I don't know where you went, but there you are. And uh, so, yeah, that's going to be – what was that? Handling family stuff. I'm okay, sorry. got it. I, I figured it was something, so we just kind of rolled on. But it, it's all good. Um, I plugged your Twitch. Anything else you want to plug in? Or are you still – nope. Your final word thing that you going to say. Yeah, stay in the fucking house. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. It's fun up there anyway. Yeah, you got yeah. video games there, and you could talk to friends. Yeah. Mm, so stay home. Yeah. So there you go. Ladies and gentlemen, that is going to be it. That is Bitcade. And we'll see you guys in the next video. Good night, everybody. Peace. Dude, I'm going to wipe my ass. I'm like got crazy ass, like sweaty fucking douche going on. I need to like, get like a towel and like dab it. I don't know. <laughs>